Welcome everyone to If I May, a podcast hosted by me, Brent, and my two other white mid late to 20s. Late tw- yeah, are we late 20s now, guys? Oh my god. Nick's definitely late 20s. I think what's what's the cutoff? Oh, I, I hope I'm not late 20s. But anyway, Nick and Kyle, where we talk about whatever we want while politely interrupting each other as often as possible. This is episode 23. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Rocking the new graphics yet again. Oh, what, Nick? So good. What, Nick? What? One time I wish Brent would just read the script the way we write it. <laughs> By the way, I'm I'm late. I'm late to my 20s. Like, I, I got in there late. Yeah, that was that was nice. And then we we don't interrupt each other as often as possible. Oh my god! So one thing you'll you'll definitely learn is is Brent needs script, and even when he has script, it's it's not always <laughs> when, when he has a script. Straight. Yeah, because in previous episodes, when he has a script, he's not supposed to read everything word for word off a script. He goes word for word off the script. <laughs> the one time, the one time. Improvisation may not be his. Uh, he, he is a good improv individual, uh, ironically. But uh, you give him you give him a sentence to read off of a document, and uh, no, <laughs> butchered. So yeah, well, I, was butchered. I had this big plan. I had this big plan. I was going to point and be like, "Well, obviously white, because you know we all are in these rooms with white back walls, and you can you can't even see us. It's like a ghost." Um, so I was just like. But then I tried doing that, and it just threw everything off. I, I shouldn't try and do more than one multitask at a time. Not a, it not wouldn't a be a multitask by definition, then, yes. for the record. Good point. <laughs> at any rate, let's let's keep moving. <laughs> All right. So new graphics, as we talked about. Kyle, I see like two of you. Wait, no, that's not true. Misread um, that. What? What's happening? Dual monitors. I oh yeah. I tried making fine. the okay. So I tried making the joke last week. I was like, "Wow, Kyle, you look so clear today." Which obviously is camera. I'm not. As I've had silly the camera as for I, a couple weeks. No, I was like, the camera looks good, but I was like, he he got this new monitor. I was like, "Wow, you look so good through your new monitor." And uh, then I tried I taking a joke that no one found funny to begin with to the next level. Not a good idea. But, but yeah, two I, monitors. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So. It's kind of funny because like I, when I, when I, my monitor went out, so I'm like, I need to get a new monitor. So I went to Walmart, found an old, pretty decent deal. It's an HP monitor. It's a 24 incher. So I was like, you know what? Whatever. I needed a monitor because we were going to record that night. So I was like, okay, getting a monitor. So I picked it up and I was like, I know at some point in time, I want dual monitors. Like I need dual monitors. So I went ahead and I bought like the dual monitor stand right away to hold two monitors. And uh, so I brought it home. I set up the stand, got the one monitor going to record the podcast and then, like, one of the next days at work, I was talking to uh, one of my coworkers, and I was like, yeah, when my monitor went out, I had to buy another monitor. He's like, oh, dang, how much did that cost you? Like, 500 bucks? I'm like, no, at Walmart, it was only like 130-something, you know, or, you know, I think it was like 180 with the stand and everything. And he's like, oh, how would you not get two monitors? And I was like, yeah, that's a good point. I should probably get two monitors. And then, like, I don't know, a couple days ago, Friday, Thursday, Friday, Juliana was like, Hey, can I spend like $80 on clothes for my school? Like, can I get school, like staff clothes? And I'm like, sure. Can I get a monitor? <laughs> She's like, okay. So yeah, I got my, Wait, did you get the monitor first or did you get the, the clothes first? Well, she ordered the clothes yeah. first, but the monitor was a pickup from Walmart. Her clothes need to be like made and whatnot. So 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, I got my dual monitor set up, so I like I am rocking it. I got the soundboard over here with the sound effects. <laughs> probably way too loud i apologize <laughs> but yeah, we, yeah i could hear it. We're, we're rocking it and now it, like the pictures for us should look better because i can make our faces bigger uh, so much better nick that looks very unimpressed but i i'm happy as long as kyle's happy we're all happy oh yeah so happy all of the happy all right brent like oh, the Brent's. easy majority of the happy Brent's disconnected. With yeah. that, uh, Kyle, did you want to, uh, I guess we just touched on the monitors. What, what else did you have for us today? Oh, I don't know. Um, one of the other things I had was that uh, the high school I've been helping. They So there's a high school right in between work and home for me that has a robotics team. And when I was back in Wisconsin, I was helping with the uh, team that my company sponsored there. So when I moved here, I found this team. I think I've talked about it a little bit before, but they have their, uh, one of their mini competitions this weekend. So they had like a practice run last weekend and they're one of about four robots that actually worked. Like there's no other, like there was a good 15 teams there. Kyle, if I may, does or does not your robot shoot flames? So (laughs) it does not, but the battle bot tried to, if I may, if I may, (laughs) Does or does not your robot have a full-size saw blade? <laughs> no, but the arm on it could definitely okay, okay. hurt Hold somebody. Okay, uh, one, one more, one I more. Must <laughs> my does or does not your robot contain an axe and or pick from the back end of some old kind of, kind of, in, in which it was swing violently with its arm? So the competition we're in is called Best Robotics, and... One of the uh, goals is to basically like get a bunch of like trash that's in, uh, I forgot what they're called, but like circular rings. Out, of, you have to pick the stuff out of the circular ring that has like a netting at the bottom, and either knock it off to the person that can like scoop it out of the water with a um, like a net, or you have to like pick it up and bring it to like a field scientist to sort it or whatever. And so like a robot, the grabber wasn't really fully developed when we went to the practice session. So they just kind of like put the arm out, was just flopping it back and forth like crazy to like knock as much stuff off the uh, platform as possible. And uh, definitely could take somebody out. Like the, the two guys on one side have like face shields on. And I was, cause we only had two students show up for the thing. I kind of <laughs> filled in well, because it was just a practice run. It didn't, it didn't really matter. I filled in as the third human player for the team on the end. And I definitely almost got hit by that arm at least five or six times. Like I have videos of me like ducking to try to avoid this thing from smacking me in the face. If it's a, so not a battle bot competition, is it truly a best robotics then? Because isn't the pinnacle of robotics to destroy other robots? Right. I know they, they, they tried to do the, uh, combat robots or whatever the the off-brand BattleBots uh, name is the combat robots at the beginning of the year, but their uh, electronics ended up going out the uh, night before, so they couldn't no. compete. But that one did have a flamethrower. Like the the students actually did a pretty good job of like contacting the fire marshal, getting everything approved and whatnot. So yeah, it was, it was impressive. But they ended up frying all their That's electronics the night followers. before. 
What? Bunch of rule followers. Yeah, Unbelievable. right? Can't just bring the flame takes, and figure it out. Who takes the time to make sure this stuff is legal? They basically made their own, like, taser in order to, like, ignite the butane flame <laughs> torch. Yeah. <laughs> if if they were in the UP, they would not be asking me fire marshal. Yeah, if they were in the UP, they'd be like, well, was Colorado, yeah. hey, can we use dynamite? Sure. They'd be like shooting gasoline. They'd be dumping gasoline on the other. So robots fun story about dynamite. Um, Brent, I don't know if you were there for this, but in the camp that we used to work at, uh, one of the campers, so we do it for Cub Scouts. And one of the campers dads used to work at the camp way back in was Boy Scouts. And when he was super young and apparently on the weekends, uh, the camp director at the time would just leave all the staff members at the camp and be like, here, they'd give him, he'd give him like a list of tasks to do. And one of those tasks was digging out the fire pits. Uh, so conveniently nearby, there was road construction going on where the construction crews were using dynamite to clear earth. And uh, so the staff members decided to go steal some of this dynamite, bring it back to the camp to make their, uh, you know, campfire pit digging experience a little, a little easier. If and, I uh, may to add to the story, these are Boy Scouts we're talking about here. Yeah, yeah, that was Boy Scouts. A bunch Just of throwing Scouts. It out there, Boy Scouts are doing this, but yeah, back back in the day, this is like you know seventies, yeah. eighties, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, so they ended up clearing fire pits with a dynamite. The explosion, like I don't, I don't know exactly what their setup was, but they had cops all over the camp <laughs> in a matter of like an hour or two or something is what he was saying, and they were all hiding in the woods and. Just hoping not to get caught. And apparently they didn't get caught. They used dynamite to make their campfire pits and hid. And what makes it more impressive is the fact cops came where this camp is basically in the middle of nowhere. And probably That's how loud the blast there was. was. I'm sure the there was nobody nearby. Oh yeah. I like I'm sure some residents nearby must have called the cops. Like that's the only way to make that would make sense. Hence probably took an hour to get out there. Yeah, uh, it's it's easier to share stories about past generations because I feel like telling stories of what we did. Didn't they at one time? Someone we did came not have dynamite like at our, our disposable disposal. No, but there was <laughs> other stuff that happened within the ten years of camping that I just don't feel we should share. I don't think there's Maybe anything that's dynamite worthy though. Like there's nothing not, that we not did the top dynamite. That. It's I don't I don't know. It's the Boy Scouts. I have this this whole like we're great people and we are. We are. <laughs> Just keep that in your mind. I remember when my mom when I started working at the camp initially, when my mom came and like met the staff counselors, like the older ones than me, when I was just like a lowly little 14-year-old CIT. Mom's like, you know, they the camp counselors have a different side to them than you see when they are, you know, in front of the campers. <laughs> And that is 100% true. So I remember your first year, you got all nicknames. And I came the year after you did, after you started. And I was excited. I was like, oh, camp nicknames. It's going to be great. And then it stopped. Well, the main reason I got a nickname is because there was two Kyles. And so they were trying to figure out a nickname for me. This is a longer story. But they're trying to find a nickname for me. And I decided I didn't really want the nickname Woody. Um, and so I ended up with the nickname Oatmeal, and that can be a story for some other time. Nick, what's your nickname? Ha ha ha. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa. I, I want to know now. 
Uh, Nick is my nickname. Big <laughs> fun fact. Oh, so you're saying your real name is Nicholas? Uh, legally, yes, I, I believe it is. Uh, which translates, I was told as a child, to victorious one, which is a <laughs> kind of cool name. So, your, your, your um, nickname could be Victor, uh, could be Victor. Uh, I, um, I went by Stonic in a few, um, in a few situations. That was kind of my that was my work nickname, uh, which it was close to Sonic. Um, but it had some other elements. So um, that was my, my work nickname, Stonic. And then... Uh, fast on the keyboard. I was so fast. But uh, <laughs> there was that, and then there's obviously Nick. And then um, in high school, everyone went by their last name. I won't share that with our group here, but um, that was always kind of the big thing in, in high school football. Uh, you'd show up to practice the first day, and they'd have masking tape with a Sharpie, and then they'd write your, your last name on your helmet. And that was how they <laughs> called you. So all throughout high school, uh, everyone was just referred to constantly by their last name. Uh, if they were uh, any kind of a jock, which, um, worked out really well. So no, I don't have any, I don't have any really cool stories. I, I did have a, uh, an alter ego. This, this will be a fun, <laughs> what? a fun little offshoot. <laughs> and, okay. Uh, so I'll, let me get settled in for this. Yeah. Well, it's not that long, but, uh, I had a group of friends who like to go to the dive bars out in Houghton. Uh, they're pretty much all dive bars by definition, even the ones downtown, but, um, a little further out from the downtown area, uh, when we went to tech and there was a bar we went to on a series of particular evenings. And, uh, there was a, a local woman who, uh, got a little bit crazy. Uh, there was some backstory. Uh, she was uh, not someone who should spend so much time at the bar, but spent a lot of time at the bar. So um, I was challenged because I, I seemed to do quite well with the middle-aged ladies in my lifetime. Um, I was challenged to go after <laughs> this, this, this <laughs> young <laughs> I was challenged to go after this young lady at the bar. And uh, of course, there was no way in hell I was giving her my actual name. But uh, I wanted to make it as ridiculous as possible. Uh, and I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm white, I'm Finnish. Uh, I am, you know, very tall. I was a little more slender then, maybe a little bit. Um, but I decided that my, my alter ego was going to be Mario Flores. I walked up and I introduced <laughs> myself as, as Mario. And I'm sitting here like looking at me like, you have to be drunk to look at me. And I actually think that <laughs> I actually think Mario. you're a Mario. But uh, yes, that's a I, hockey game. If I'm, I rocked, I rocked the the Mario Flores uh, quite successfully. Uh, she believed Mario that was Mario. Flores. Of course, the <laughs> friends, my friends came over and vouched. I'm just like, hey, this girl doesn't believe what my name is. What's what's my name? And then they they all knew. I already could give that, and uh, we we rode that out for the better part of three nights uh, going to that same bar. Um, not consecutively, but we ran into her a couple other times, and it's just like, oh, there she is. Oh, go tell her, Mario, go tell her go, hi. Go your, say hi. Then yeah, I was I was her best friend, Mario, for a while. So, uh, did she ever know? No, no. <laughs> Until now, truth be told, Until truth now, be told I, I think she was a bit of an alcoholic, and she had some problems. And like I said, she probably shouldn't have been in a bar, given what little I knew about her life situation. But uh, that makes the story far more detailed than we need. Honestly, Mario Flores in my mind has a mullet. So if you ever got a mullet, I know it's happening to you. Mario Flores has a mustache. 
Oh, black hair and a mustache. I, I have none of those things. You know why they initially drew Mario in Super Mario Bros with no mouth, and or why they threw why they put a mustache on him? Why? It's because the the mouth was too hard to like do with the amount of pixels they had. So they're just like, oh, let's do a mustache it. instead. Yeah, that makes sense. Also, Eight when Mario nine. jumps and uh, hits blocks above him, he's not actually hitting him with his head. If you look at like the pixels, he actually does have his fist up and he's punching them. He's not smacking his in head into them. In the old school, yeah. Or is it even the new school? It's all of them. It's, it's, it? it was mind-blowing when I first saw that. Well, I think Super Smash Brothers... I remember seeing big. the little motion. I thought it was his running. Like, when you're doing a, your run and jump, you, like, lift your hands up. No, but if you just jump straight up, he actually, like, puts his fist up to punch the block. So he's not smacking it with his head. He's punching yeah. the block. I thought it was running motion. The things you learn... Yeah, so uh, that was my random tangent. I, I tend to have a couple of those every show. But uh, what I was going to talk about today was preparation for Halloween. It is coming up. Uh, if this comes out on Thursday, technically it'll be in less than a week. It'll be on Wednesday, the following week. Uh, next Wednesday. With that. Yes, next Wednesday. With a fever. With that. Um, I guess, do, do either of you have costumes or plans or anything for, for Halloween? No. So, so go ahead, Brent. No, go you first. go first. Cause mine's way more depressing. <laughs> Sorry. Depressing. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't nice. have plans. Let's start with that. Uh, I will say that for costumes, I also really don't have anything, but, um, I know our work is doing like a costume contest. I don't know if our whole group, like, cause I'm part of the mechanical engineering like group. I don't know if our group's going to do like a, a team costume. I, I, I did a throw out and my uh, family used to go to a campground that did trick or drinking. So the kids would go around and trick or treat when the adults would go around and trick or drink. And so you'd get like shots and WAP and whatever from every single campsite. You were feeling very good by the end of the night. If you got to the end of the <laughs> night, that is. And, uh, yeah, one time we were there, we did dominoes. So like we all just in all black, we did a white stripe of just out of paper across our waist. And then we did dots above and dots below. And we were all dominoes and we'd be like dominoes and just like knock into each other and like just tip over. <laughs> and I thought it was the best thing ever. So I, I proposed that to our team, but I don't know if there was any, there wasn't, there wasn't anybody that was like a huge taker. I think we have a team meeting or something tomorrow or Wednesday, so or if, yesterday, if I may, this podcast comes out. The, so we might. If uh, I may, that's the single best thing about that costume is clearly the yelling dominoes and just slamming into it. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, <laughs> like the costume itself, pretty low key. I yeah. mean, kind of cool, but very special. So as but a that, group costume, very easy, yes. right? Everybody's dressed to black, dress in black. We'll pre cut out a bunch of strips and dots and just get some like clothespins and, you know, just pin them everywhere. You have the one guy that has the one dot right over the crotch region and the blank <laughs> guy, like that's always the fun one or the, all the dots guy where you just, as many as possible, you fit on you and then everybody in between it, it's, it's a genius costume. It's just, yeah, the, the, it's just so fun to be knocking into each other even more fun. When you're drunk. So I'm not sure exactly how well it would work at a work, but uh, it has potential. You're not going to 3d print the entire Ironman mock dress up as iron man no I, I so sometime i'll find it and show it during the podcast but i 3d printed the entire iron man helmet and so 
that last year I just wore the, oh, maybe for a Halloween episode, I'll bust it out. But uh, yeah, I just had an Iron Man t-shirt and then the helmet on. And uh, yeah, the helmet was a lot of work. So I don't, the entire suit is out there, but that would be a, a lot, a lot of work. And I don't know if I'm in for that. Uh, Kyle, a uh, question for you is this drinker treating the birth of the infamous Senor Stinky? No, that was that, that was a while back. When, when my dad had like one of the best costumes that actually he claims was stolen by a cartoon artist at some point in time. But it was, that was at a, a Yogi Bear. Is that what they're called? Yogi Bear Camp or whatever? Yeah. I don't know. One of the Yogi Bear yeah. camps. It's Yogi Bear. Yeah. Is it? Uh, or Jellystone. No, it's Je- Jellystone is the, the camps yep. that they're called. But it's uh, one of the Yogi Bear camps, and the, it was during Halloween. And my dad was Senior Stinky. He, uh, My mom and him had gone to Mexico, and he wore like a you know giant sombrero, had a poncho, and then he would sit in just a camping chair, and he had the fog machine underneath him. And then he had the bowl of candy. So when kids would come up to like get him, he, oh, he, he also had a whoopee cushion underneath his poncho. So when kids would come up to like get candy, you'd make the farting noise, hit the button. Oh, Senior Stinky had too many Mexican jumping beans. <laughs> and just like, <laughs> it was pretty hilarious. That's a good wow. one. <laughs> That's it was, something. It was, it was definitely the winner of the, uh, the cost, the contest that year or whatever. But yeah, it was yeah. suit like super easy costume. And it's just hilarious because, you know, giant poncho that goes down to like his shins covering up the fog machine, you know, would be cushion and the button in his one hand. And he's at the bowl in the other hand. So it was like whenever the kids would come up, just, oh, sorry. <laughs> Lo siento. <laughs> Lo siento. Too many Mexican jumping beans. Yeah. So I don't have a... Uh... I don't have a costume planned just yet, but I was the first in our friend group to reach out and kind of organize. I kind of like to do the haunted hayride or a haunted house mm-hmm. each year. Um, I, I don't really get scared by them. I, I generally just walk through. I make a point of like not flinching. Uh, I try to avoid laughing in a lot of situations because <laughs> a lot of it's just kind of ridiculous. But I mean, it's it's not that I it's not that I don't get scared. I guess it's just more. I don't take it too seriously, but I still enjoy going through it. I, I like seeing the reactions and seeing all the other people kind of experience the fear. And it'll be interesting to see with, uh, with Megan taking her through. She said she didn't like haunted houses or that she gets scared. So I, I so you're definitely said going I'd, through a haunted house. I said, I'd, I said, I'd uh, <laughs> hold on to her. I think we're looking at a, a couple options. We have to vote and figure out what the best one is, but there's a, everything's about like half an hour to 45 minutes away, which kind of sucks, but there's, there's a couple haunted hay rides. There's a couple haunted houses. Uh, I have no experience with respect to what's good, what's bad. Anything that's quote unquote family friendly uh, is is a waste of time, no. in my opinion. Um, Definitely. Well, right. It's it's. I'm sorry. It's like I'm not going to have my kids be slightly petrified by the man who's just wearing a long jacket. Like, oh no, <laughs> good heavens! But um, I know a lot of the family friendly places will have like after a certain time then it becomes more adult a lot of the city locations here like close by like 11 like i saw one that stayed open until 12 30 but i'm like i remember as a kid like you didn't go out until like 10 or 11 to start going to something like this like the darker the later the better 
Um, but yeah, it seems everything in the city kind of closes a little bit earlier, which is super disappointing. But uh, we'll see what we can find as far as a good ones. So the one I liked in there were there were a couple in Green Bay and uh, the Fox Valley that were really solid. Uh, the Terror on the Fox, where you ride the train and then you um, go out to the House in the Woods, that was always awesome. Like that was really is that cool. The one in the Hayride to the House in the Woods? Uh, no, you, the Haunted Train Ride or whatever. I think it's in Green Bay, maybe. Because I don't know, Brent. Yeah. Were you on the one that we actually we worked on at house when we were in Scouts? That was a that was a family friendly one though. Of course, that was, it was not the terror on the box. I was I dressed up in a ski mask and hid behind like a door. I, I didn't have I anything. Don't All I had was a Wolverine mask. <laughs> So, and I was yeah. in the haunted house. So we're like going to this That's so house. terrifying. Wolverine's going to get you. <laughs> There's a so. random kid. Watch I, out. I must have been like 12, 13, maybe. This is a random kid with a Wolverine mask, which is, it is bright. So I'm sure like, especially like popping up. Like that haunted house is it's also surprised. really well designed. So there was a bunch of like nooks and crannies to pop out from. But yeah, Wolverine yeah. mask. And I had the claws and everything. So I was like, this <laughs> is Wolverine. So you just like immediately taken out of whatever scary situation had been previously set up when Wolverine shows up to save you. Well, yeah, he's here to save you. He's a hero. But yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what we can find. Um, I think our only plan of attack for the neighborhood that we're in now is to carve some pumpkins. And I I thought I had what was a a little brilliant idea. Like we've introduced ourselves ourselves to a number of our neighbors. But uh, I was going to I got a pumpkin for myself, Megan and Ghost. And we'll, you know, do some pictures or whatever. But then underneath, I was going to write our names as kind of an introduction to the neighborhood. Just kind of just say, hey, it's the three of us. So I'm not going to put up lights or anything super spooky. I have some really great trees uh, for future years. If I wanted to go all out, um, I could get some decorations and, and really do some cool stuff with the trees in front of my house. But um, the for this year, I'm just going to do the three pumpkins. I've got some candles. Uh, we'll carve those, put the candles in. And then I bought a huge bag of candy because I have no idea what's coming. I'm in a suburban area in the city. So I'm like, I could get, I could get 300 kids. You're stocked for a while. Yeah. Well, I I don't, I don't need the candy. Like my policy on, uh, on Halloween candy is I'll have like one or two pieces on the day of, and then after that I'm bringing it to work or I'm throwing it away. I can't have it. You feel sick. And then the remaining the next day. I, I Until you get to the crappy days. candy that you don't like, and then you get you trade that off to your brother or something. I, I miss those days, but I'm I'm well past those days, so I, <laughs> I don't do that anymore. So I always wonder. They always Halloween. They would check and see if there's rips or anything, and then the parents would throw it out. Were they checking for rips, or were they just looking for the candy that they could grab and say, "Oh nope, this one doesn't pass mustard." I'm definitely inspecting gonna... my kids' candy for sure. You for never rips. know whatever for, could happen. Yeah, rips. yeah, you don't want you don't want anything crazy going on. See, I my my plan would be to grab the candy you want. And they're not looking to give a little rip and be like, you can't eat this. You don't have not. to put a rip when they're not looking. You're the adult. Pick up the candy and be like, oh yeah, it's right here. You see this? This is a rip. <laughs> and they're gonna be like, oh, okay. I'm poor, right? Yeah. I think my parents you, have the brilliant. You don't strategy. have to be they that just... much more clever to you know. Fool some kids. My parents are pretty good. They just put all the candy into a bowl on the kitchen table. So like nobody's going to notice when they snag a piece or two. Is it a bowl of candy right on the table? Makes sense. My nerds. (laughs) 
the third box of nerds is gone. There's only two left. So, did, Brent, us, did we get a Halloween story to you? Yeah. So, I hate Halloween. In all what? honesty, what? this is like my least favorite time you of year. Went to Madison. The, That's like the yeah, Halloween all central I, for the Midwest. I dressed up for Halloween once in Madison because I was doing sort of poorly in my plant text anime class. And our teacher said, if you dress up and you go on State Street and take a picture on State Street on Halloween. You get extra credit we'll for dressing up credit. Halloween on State Street. But but there was a caveat. You had to dress up as a plant. Now <laughs> how many I kids did not were weed? Do... No, I should have. How many? That. There must have been at I... college kids. They're dressing up as a as a weed fern. For sure. Surprisingly, most people decided to go with the let's get real Halloween costumes and not dress up as a freaking plant. Um, they didn't take the bait, but me at the time was like, easy points, I'll take it. So the night of Halloween, right, like half hour before we go, I realized I did not do any preparation for a costume. So what I did, and I actually think this is clever, but have been made fun of this. In the past, I might even be able to find this picture and, and post it. Maybe. But my roommate had a snuggie that was blue and had kind of like little waves in it. It looked like water, basically. So I was like, "I'm gonna put on this snuggie, pretend it's water." I cut out my green folder into a circle. In the middle of that circle, I cut kind of a hole in there for my head to make it into a hat. I put a paper bag that I highlighted yellow and I called myself a water lily and I went on stage street just as a water lily <laughs> and nobody, like I went up to a frog that somebody had dressed up in a frog. I'm like, Hey, come in. And he was just and like, like, I don't know. What are you? <laughs> but that picture got put onto this class website. And I believe oh, no. it's there to this day. With the label like Nymphia Elba, the like one text, like Latin name for a plant that I'll never forget. Um, it was actually pretty interesting. I went down to State Street, there was a ton of pot going on. I uh, went to my like a Mac Miller concert, uh, rest in peace. I guess he just passed like a month or two ago. Uh, went there, I thought he was someone different. I thought he was Macklemore, different people. Definitely. Um, listened to some of his music, smelled the weed, started to get a headache from it because I. I'd never been exposed to before. I was just like, well, let's go. Um, had never been grabbed, like groped in the behind as much though as I had that night. That a boy. There's like there were a lot. No, there were just a lot of really, really, really drunk people on State Street that night. And they were just it was just everybody. Oh, it was weird. It was maybe with your snuggie draped over you, you looked a little feminine, maybe. No, there were girls. There were guys, thankfully. Drunk, like uh, Nick's friend from earlier. Probably should not have been outside. I also pretended to do a costume one time where I was, I just dressed in normal clothes and said I was a nudist on strike. <laughs> that one didn't fly. That it's actually was a good story, too. Oh, do you guys want to hear the one time I got kicked out of a party? Okay. You went to a party in college? Halloween. <laughs> it was like the night before Halloween, uh, my sophomore year. 
So this is a year before I went down and dressed up as a plant. I go to a party, like a bunch of freshmen were from the dorm were like, hey, let's go out. Let's go to a house party because as underage, that's the only place you can go to a party. Never been to a party before, but I was like, you know what? It's Halloween. I got to do something. Let's go. I get to this party and somehow somebody opened the door. Like somebody snuck into the party of older people that could drink. And they like opened the door and let us in. And we made our way down to the, the basement. And this house was, it was um probably the size, even my apartment, probably the size of my apartment, maybe a little bit bigger. It's a college house, but it was just standing room only, basically. So it was a college party. Yeah, it was, it was a college, college party. party. And we're in this basement. I'm like stuck in this basement and you can't hear anything. There's just music blaring, people drinking. I wasn't at the time. I was just like, I have no clues going on. This is Remember your mother. Your mother listens to this podcast. Oh no, this is entertaining. Brent I didn't do any drink until well, he was twenty-one. I go upstairs. <laughs> I go upstairs to look at the bathroom, and in walks a police officer. Well, I'd heard stories from other people that, like, police pretty frequently, if a party got too loud, would bust parties. And if you were in the house and you had been drinking, you were gonna get a big ticket. And you would be in big trouble. And I was just like, I got to get out of here. So I sneak out as fast. I, I like, he goes, he starts to go downstairs. I book it out. I'm like, I'm not getting caught by this police officer. <laughs> Brent no way. The cops. No how. I abandoned my friends. I abandoned <laughs> the party. I was just like, nothing was keeping me in there. It was, this party was going to get, it was so loud. It was, it was definitely being busted. So I hit out, go a block. And I like, I start texting my friends. I'm like, hey guys, like, you get out okay? Like, I know you've been, you know, you guys have been drinking like cop, you know? And he's like, they're like, what are you talking about? Well, I start walking back. There on the street, is the police officer with his other buddies all dressed up in costumes. The costume, the police officer wasn't a police officer at all. It was some college guy in a police officer costume that I totally just was like. He probably it got was a great kick a good out of you costume. freaking out. I just, yeah. And I was just like, I, by that time I couldn't get out back into the party because it was full and I was a guy and they didn't really actually want me there to begin with. <laughs> but I was oh my gosh it was yeah it was like the first and last house party that I didn't know the people that I went to yeah, it was I was pretty much an idiot so I just dejectedly walked home and that was that speaking of drinking we totally missed out on our 21st episode of talking about the first time or talking about our 21st birthdays oh uh, I'm over it you're over it you didn't have a good 21st uh, I didn't say it wasn't good. Do you remember it? Yeah. Well, then it wasn't oh. good. <laughs> I, uh, I went to a school where there weren't a lot of women, so I was a bit of an expert. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a very good memory. I, I think I've I think I've only blacked out three or four times in my life. I'm only at one. So it was blacker where you don't like remember it 
You yeah, actually like, don't know what happened at the end of the night. Yeah, you wake up. You're all. not sure where you are. You're not sure how you got there. Nothing. You have to like, have people explain to you what happened because you're like, I did what? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm apparently Spider Man when I'm blacked out. By the way. <laughs> nice. Parkour. I was post post college actually, so this was maybe maybe something to be proud of, maybe not. Uh, but I was staying at a uh, staying at a friend's uh, frat house where he had uh, been a member, that uh, a brother, and uh, the bed I was a, I was designated to was a weird bed that was like eight feet in the air, like at least, um, and it was like a, a bunk style, but it had it literally hung from chains on the ceiling, and it, it was a nice bed, a single bed. Um, comfortable but it was up there and there was no ladder so i tried when i was sober to get my big rear end up in this bed couldn't do it like i i could not get enough of a pull and get my leg over to get up in this bed and um this particular evening the wisconsin badgers basketball team was playing in the ncaa tournament and uh had a rather unfortunate loss uh, due oh to gosh. some unforeseen for- circumstances. I remember um, that. And the event in question was a, I forget the name of it exactly, but it was like a legacy, legacy or family tree night. I don't know. Each family tree of, of the fraternity has like a, a designated drink. Um, and I've never you know played that because I wasn't in the fraternity. And if that's not the rules or it's all made up, but we just went along with it anyway. But um, two of the girlfriends of um the brothers in the fraternity didn't have a family tree and we wanted to play like we didn't want to be excluded so i teamed up with them to be a a family tree if you will and mm-hmm. we as a family tree had to finish a fifth of something so we voted on what to drink that evening and naturally the two women chose tequila which um does not bode well for me so uh the badgers i probably drank two-thirds um the badgers had an epic loss and i proceeded to drink my misery away uh with the tequila and in less than 45 minutes um that bottle was gone between the three of us and i did more than half and (laughs) there was a hammock in the room i passed out in the hammock I puked out the window and I woke up in the bed that I was supposed to be in. Nice. And I spent the next morning asking who helped me up in that bed. Cause that thing's <laughs> up there. Like, and I'm a big dude. I'm sorry. You'd need like five brothers. Cause he's, most of the guys are pretty scrawny. No offense. Um, okay. You'd need like five of those guys to get me up there. If I were incapacitated, <laughs> like if I'm cooperative, you still need three. But I'm just like, all right, who do I have to thank for getting me up in that bed? And, and we searched, like we asked every guy in the house and nobody helped me get up in that bed. So I like Spider-Man that I was so desperate to go to sleep um, that I I got, got some superhuman strength and just like vaulted up into this bed magically somehow and shimmied my way in. So um Yes, I turned into Spider-Man when I'm blacked out, and I, I don't claim that's a talent. I don't claim that's a good thing, but when I'm ready to go to bed, I go to bed. Uh, I don't care if it's 10 feet in the air. That's his superpower. Yeah. Might be. Yeah. When, when Nick is drunk, wherever you put a bed, he will get to that spot. 
he will he will get to the bed. Come hell or high water. Found his origin story. But uh, yeah, that was that was sorry. Uh, the second uh, really off tangent. The other thing I had to share today was I went to the dentist. You know, I like to share my personal hygiene habits uh, with you guys. But I went to the dentist and. Um, uh, the dentist was was very shocked when she asked if I floss, and I said yes, and she's like, "Oh, great!" And I'm like, "I actually do it with no hands. Like, is that a good thing?" And she's like, "What? Yeah, no, I I, I actually floss without using my hands." And then she's like, "What do you mean?" So you know those toothpick things, those uh, little like yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, a little plastic, plastic piece little that has the between. has the little strip of floss, right? And um, it has a pick on the back. And what I do is I, I play with that in my mouth the same way, you know, Southerners would play with a toothpick or something the in their mouth. plays within his mouth. Hey-o! Uh, man, meets, I think is where you're going with that. And I could appreciate that. Um, <laughs> at any rate, I, I, I play with those toothpick things, uh, in my mouth from time to time when I'm driving, because I was, I, was, I was always told by every dentist ever, you need to floss more. You need to make sure you're flossing and, and not like the kids are you know, nowadays or whatever it is that they do. But um, actual flossing for your teeth, you know, it's good for you. So uh, on long road trips, I'd make sure I keep a bag of those in and I'll, I'll just floss. And I'm sitting there driving, rocking out to music, and I'll just play with it. And I can actually go in between every single tooth and not have a problem. And this apparently like blew the dentist's mind. And I'm just like, I don't think it's that fancy. Like I can't, I've never tried to do like the rosebud or the other, like, I think she said something about like the clam. There's all these fun things you can do with your tongue. I can fold mine like mm, that one, but yeah, Kyle, you can do, okay. Yeah. Three of us can do it. So it's not like I've got any mad skills or anything special to share. It's more just, um, you know, that was my stupid trick that, and, uh, the thing I was doing earlier, if you can see on the camera here, uh, this is what I would do in class, and this is what I do in, in work meetings when I'm bored or kind of trying to be as focused as possible, and it's just twirling the pen along the fingers. I was never great with the, uh, yeah, Kyle, you can do the spinny one there. I never learned that one, and then there were, uh, in middle school, it was always the uh, the drummers who would just be able to, like, go off on the table and do some goofy stuff. It's hard but, to do it up. Like, it typically, it's like my, my wrist is sitting on a table. Yeah. I, I'm not a, the, the spinny thing you're doing there doesn't look nearly as fun. Um, Brent's focused super hard on getting. <laughs> he's doing really something. I'm not sure what it is. I, I never got the 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 coin pirate thing where you like really? put the coin in between your knuckles or whatever. That's essentially oh. what this is. Like if this were a coin, I I mean it's a lot easier with a pen or something bigger. But I'm rotating it up and down essentially through my fingers. So I mean that's that's what this is, except that you yeah, just have to do it with a coin. Very impressive. Right. But those if are I, those are my stupid human tricks, and I was wondering if you guys had any other stupid human tricks to share. If I may, I I want to quick circle back to the flossing. Do you have one of those bars? I I believe you had braces back in the day. Do you have one of those bars still? Like those bars they put behind your teeth. Like the metal the, bars that they put to like keep the frame. The expander, you mean? Like yeah. yeah. When I was a kid, I had the expander that like pushes your teeth out from the inside and you crank it every once in a while. Well, like right now, do you still have like metal in your mouth? No, I don't have any metal. I have a Maryland bridge because I got sucker punch when I was in college. Mm. Um, and a Maryland bridge is basically a, a fake looking tooth. Whoa, don't be flipping off the camera. I point with my middle finger. Actually, I remember 
uh brent your dad was driving and i was being super super snarky like i you know am from time to time and he he like changed the channel or did the volume with his middle finger and i'm like you're flipping us off and i I was was such a little shit so my dad uh, would do that though and he i think he probably still does it it's oh i'm sure it's it's super easy it's whatever but i was i was a little shit so i I gave him a hard time so bruce if you're listening i apologize um yeah i love you at any rate no so um, i have uh, I have this metal bar that makes flossing nearly impossible. I mean, you can like weave it in between the. You don't bar. have any braces on right now anymore, right? No, but there's like so they put this. I don't know. It basically it goes along the inside of the my teeth, and it's just there. I like. I think it keeps it from shifting, obviously, but it's really annoying because I try to floss, and it's just like there's a little bar that. I have to work around. I feel like you might need a dentist to check that out. I don't know. Is that supposed to be there? Like when's the last time? It is. It is. The okay. orthodontist put it in. It's not like it was left over from braces, but it was. <laughs> like, oh, we just forgot just that something part. To keep. They've looked at it and they're like, oh yeah, just because you have this, you have to work extra hard. And oh, I just don't like working extra hard when it comes yeah, to that. Because of the Maryland bridge that I have, I have a gap um, where the fake tooth uh, doesn't obviously go into my gums. It's not an implant. It's just a... A, a placeholder essentially and, and yeah i have to go i technically am supposed to floss underneath that that's what i use those picks for the back end of those picks look really work really nicely for going underneath there and cleaning it weirds people it weirds like people out who mm-hmm. are you know uncomfortable with mouths and uh gory and weird looking stuff but um it works really well for me to clean out all the gunk and i have to clean it probably twice a day ballpark i mean after any after most meals that are um sticky or have anything that's kind of um, you know, particleized, which after you chew, everything's particleized. Uh, it, it just helps to clean it. Sure. Um, but no, I don't have any metal. I just have uh, that individual piece. The the me getting sucker punched and uh, getting my jaw partially broken uh, is, is a separate story for another time, potentially. Okay, so I do have a trick too. I, I did not create that part. Um, I don't, I think my dad probably taught me. Good job, dad. You're really kicking butt this last little bit. Um, anyway, so it works by it's like you usually put coins on it, but if you put a coin on your oh, elbow, I know, I know what you're talking about. No, yeah, I, I don't have a coin near me because my wallet's elsewhere. But you put the coin on your elbow and you just bring it down really fast. Kyle might demonstrate. Kyle demonstrate this. Can I'll move the. Balance. I got I got kneel. And then you can catch it like that, and you can stack so them up pretty high. That's my. It's. You didn't say smart tricks. Well, right. Oh, no, it's, oh, it check this out. Check this out. Right, ready? Whoa. <laughs> what whoa. about that? What about the one? Oh, yeah, that's a good one, one too. Equals two. <laughs> I almost messed it up. One plus one. Two. That was the See, slowest fingers and then just Brent. You gotta work on your hand speed, dude. Like you're I'm like, doing you're like camera. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great trick when you get slow than what you just did. Slowing it down. Okay. All right. Any other cool tricks that are more original? Yeah, the sliding thumb. Yeah, you're crazy. The oh my god, you bite your thumb off and I can do the it's hot if you're I got your nose. <laughs> Oh, oh, I forgot there was a there's a hilarious joke. Worst it's like, segment ever. This makes it this is like 
parenting one hundred and one. I, I forgot what it was. There's an awesome joke by I think Jeff Fibber where it's like, oh, if I ever worked in a maternity ward, I'd be the largest stealer of noses. <laughs> <laughs> There's something like that. Oh, anyhow, yeah, that was I, I have a couple like magic tricks I know that are pretty decent. I still haven't figured out the the red and black one where you take the cards and you can just separate them out. I'm pretty proud of that it one. Should that be one a pretty, I saw it that trick should... once. I thought about it. I was like literally staying up at night thinking about this thing and I figured it out just for literally only seeing it once ever. In theory, it shouldn't be that bad, but I just makes no sense to me. Okay. Speaking of learning new tricks. I, the universe has been speaking to me recently. So there's like just <laughs> yeah. been a lot of, you know, there's a lot of things that have that. been like going through my head where I just like keep coming up with this and I developed a new theory. And I don't actually know if it's a new theory. So if it's not, I'm sorry to whoever I'm stealing this from. But I thought of this on my own. I'm very proud of it. But basically, that you can't learn without trying. So this is, this is how it works. So, you try something and there's two outcomes. You can either succeed at doing it or you can fail at doing it. Right? Now, if you succeed at doing it, that would then result in you changing your behavior because the next time you do it, you're going to do it that way again or something to that effect. You change your behavior and then you learn something from that. If you fail at it, you're going to not do it the same way as you did it before. Therefore, you're changing behavior again. Therefore, you also have learned something from that as well. Now, if you don't change your behavior, whether you succeed or you fail, then you're really not learning at all. Nothing's happening and you're not. So, so basically, you want me to tear that apart for you or what? Yeah, of course. Go for it. I need help I'll with this. I'll a new one. Develop this. If I, I think may, it's good. I, I think you're going with this, it's like, the, you can't... it's like the Benjamin Franklin. Like, I didn't figure out a hundred ways... I didn't fail a hundred ways at building a light bulb. I figured out 99 ways not to build a light bulb and one way to build a light bulb. It's like, that's classic awesome. thing. I don't know if that's a hundred percent true that you can't learn without trying. Cause like, I mean, have you ever tried jumping out of an airplane without a parachute? I mean, it might work for you. I think you should try it. No, okay. I think, you jump I think, without I think a parachute, you, you die. You don't learn anything because no behavior is changed. Like you're just dead. It doesn't matter. Okay. Once what does the molecule of water? Less lethal. Hold on, hold on. Less lethal. I've never shot myself in the foot. I know that if I shoot myself in the foot, it's not good. I've never done it. Boy, I know it's not good. But you've also successfully shot, correct? You shoot a gun the right way, hits the target. You know that if you aim at your foot, you're not going to hit the target because you have already learned the proper way to shoot and where to point it. Okay, out. this is a more academic not a- argument. <laughs> Brent, what is the mo- molecule for water? H2O. How do you know? Because, so here's what it is. I sat in class, I listened, and I memorized. I had to work, and I had to try to memorize what it is. No, you haven't done it. I have. I I haven't worked to memorizing that fact. I had to. You're 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 changing all the logic to just work. No, it's not because trying is also this act of memorizing. You have to try and work. I could sit in that class, and if I'm on my phone the whole time and not paying attention, they could say, "Oh, the molecules for water is H2O." I don't listen to it. My behavior has changed because I don't 
commit that fact to my memory. Do not I learn have, it. I went to class one summer and all I did was play Bloons Tower Defense and I got a B in the class. Like I I, I listened just, while not listening. Not because I'm just smart, because being in the room basically through osmosis, I without trying heard that the mm, game you, theory for yeah, you had to listen. This. You didn't no, think didn't. that you were trying, but you were trying. And I was wow, too yeah. less. <laughs> you did not. You did not like trying. Does not you have didn't to be think a you were trying, but you were trying because <laughs> for my theory to work, you had to be trying. No, it does. You had to at least have put some effort in there to have no. committed. Brent, that is Heather or one of your you can't just parents or something? In the you have. To- Where's your wife? Yeah. Where's your wife? She will stream. Is anybody you home? I don't have time for this. Is anybody home? That's hearing you say this. Is there an adult? Can we get an adult? <laughs> can we speak no, to an adult, please? Excellent. Who's in charge over there? Okay. Yeah, Albert Einstein believed in trying. Just remember that. Albert Einstein. I, I'll have to look up the quote. Okay. Up- in this moment, in honor of that quote, I'd like to share this quote with you. Abraham Lincoln once said, make sure you always delete your browser cookies. He does. That's, that's a historical that. fact. I saw that it was, on the internet. So, no, no, no. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln had a speech that was so good, that was so good that is- everyone present forgot to write it down. It's been lost to history. How do we not know that he said delete your internet browser? He just had them so wrapped up. Why not? I feel like anything that you could attribute to Abraham Lincoln, you can just put into that speech that was never recorded that he said that there's proof that he said it because everyone's like, we went to the speech. It was awesome. But they don't I feel like they arguing with you is... Like me just saying, I believe the sky is orange. Prove me be. wrong. Sometimes it is. So with colors, okay. What Nick? What's your favorite color? <laughs> orange. Brent, what's your favorite color? Yellow. My favorite color is blue. How do we know that all of our favorite colors are not actually exactly the same? We just perceive them different. Have been taught that that's what that color is called. Well, that's what colorblindness kind of brings into question. It's all about how you perceive it. Um, that's the the beauty and and where I You're get lost. You're getting way too technical science. for this conversation. I'm just talking. What if I see blue the way you see orange? Like, I don't think colors real. This is orange to you, so, but blue to uh, me. But you've just been no, taught that's, to call that's, it something else. But we can all look at the same thing and say this is what I perceive it to be. Yep. Because we've all and been we, taught what it's called. Like if okay. I all of a sudden jumped into your body and saw through your eyes, maybe this is actually orange to me. Like to me, not to you. Does no, but we all sense? call it the same thing. No, okay, okay. So I, I get what you're saying, Kyle, and this is my my take on it, is the chair is blue, but what you consider blue might not be what black. I consider blue. But we all agree that it's well, okay, black and blue, whatever. Is it dress purple or gold and white? No. Yes, he got the reference. Oh my god, he got thing. the reference. Different thing than that. But we can all look at a color. It was black and and blue, even by though the way. we all see Kyle's chair and it looks blue, uh, or we all agree that it is a blue and black chair, what we might see as blue and black might not be the same thing. There's no way I think of actually telling that what I see blue, but we all agree that it is blue. I mean, you're, you're getting into identifying identifying items, whether it's by yeah. color, by smell, by whatever. Um, the art of communication is conveying and agreeing upon an idea. Don't quote me on that. 
but that's the rough concept. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> I like, have an idea or a perception that I am sharing with you and we hopefully agree, even if we disagree on this, the whole conversation or sentiment, we're agreeing on what is being stated. Yeah. I think it's blue. I think it's brown. Like even if we disagree, I mean, we're communicating and sharing and we've chosen those words to define what color means to us individually. And um, yeah, so it's, great, it's, it's incredibly, may, you may. I would say that a great example of that is bubbler. We all know what a bubbler is. There's some people yeah. in the world, you go to them and say, hey, do you know where the nearest bubbler is? And you're like, WTF, mate. Because they don't know that a bubbler is a drinking fountain that was invented in Wisconsin and was called a bubbler. Or a name. Yeah. That's true. It bubbles. So we can all identify it. So have you remember the book Frindo? Has anyone read Frindo by uh, I, I don't read. Clement? I think it's hazardous to my health. It was a child <laughs> thing. You would have read it when you were a kid. Kyle, I bet through Battle of the Books you read it. But Frindle, the concept of this book, and I read it like it's really fast. I read it probably in a half hour, a little bit, like a, a year ago. Oh, is, a, a little bit ago, like an hour ago. No, 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 no. Okay, no. So I, it was at my, it was in my, at my, yeah, whatever. That I don't direction. Care. I read it over there. Irregardless, it was, it was over there. But the book, the concept is there's this kid who's a smart aleck, obviously, always getting into trouble. I know what you're talking he's about. He's smarter now. than everyone. He says. Here's this pencil is a frindle. I just had or I had a pen. I was just trying. Here's this pen. Wait, this isn't a pen. It's a frindle. Because if I can get everyone to say it's a frindle, then it's a frindle. I, even I though we all book. call it a pen. So as didn't long as South you all Park, agree on what it's called. Didn't South Park have an episode where they changed the meaning of fag? I can see that. Like, because uh, the word, and I'm, no offense to anybody, I don't mean it negatively at all. The word fag at one point at one point meant like the filter on a cigarette or a cigar. Uh, well, I believe that was the British called fags. Oh yeah, that's what it was. It was something related to the cigarettes. It was it was called a fag, and then that ended up being uh, a term for uh, homosexuals. And uh, South Park took that and they wanted to change the meaning of the word fag to. Um, and it, I think it was an individual who rode Harleys or at least someone who revved their mm-hmm. Harley really loud. Um, they had a whole episode where they, they had, uh, they were campaigning to change the, the word fag to, to mean people who did the Harley thing. And, um, at, at the, towards the end of the episode, there were a bunch of gay characters who were carrying signs picketing against fags. And it, it said gays <laughs> against fags, which was probably the most. The hilarious moment in my mind on that show um and it, yeah they slowly like the the motorcyclists they did the brum, 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 brum thing that slowly realized that they were they were the new bad thing i, I don't know how you want to refer it's to too it late now i don't think i've, I've offended, ever heard that you have offended so many anybody times. speaking offended of motorcycles anybody, and um, transportation I'm not speaking of motorcycles and transportation we'll go into our closing segment oh so <laughs> You get Segway. Yeah. Nice segue. Yeah. Oh, Segway also a form of transportation. Not the Segu. I, I need a soundboard effect. I need something. I don't know what it is. I, I, I'm just I have a point. We need, like a, we need like a tangent or a Segway. Yeah, I don't I don't think I, I have a point. Just pick one. I have like a, just like a boom. Kyle's something. pulling a LeBron James missing yeah. his two feet. I got the yeah. I got the yeah. How about that? Yeah. 
I got a couple good ones. I just need to wait for the right moments for them. I also have to still yeah. somehow figure out where Lost you guys can hear the sound effects. Of with you, I am completely consumed by feeling so absolute. There's no doubt. That's a good song. It's a cover by Mac. I'll sing for you guys later. I just played the trombone wah, wah, wah for you. Anyhow. Okay. So... <laughs> If you right now get <sighs> 10 instant teleportations. Yep. Yep. Is it for just yourself or for anyone? If you want to take somebody with you, you use up a second one. So like if you, mm-hmm. you grab somebody's hand and go somewhere, that counts for two. Okay. So you get 10 total and you can use them whenever you want. Do you use them? First of all, where do you go? Or, and, or do you save them and wait for an opportune time to use them? Like, if you know you have 10, do I instantly be like, okay, I'm going to take a week vacation, instantly start teleporting wherever? Or do you save your 10 teleports for, like, a dire situation? Ooh, that's like, a good one. These teleports can be as long or as far as you want, as long as you're on Earth. And we'll assume there's no, like, crazy side effects. Like, if I teleport to Australia, I'm not upside down smacking my head into the ground. It definitely would be. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Everyone knows in Australia everything's upside down. We're talking actually, movie teleportation here. You're flat, so um, there is no good point. Line. Good point. But the momentum of the Earth spinning, you're all of a sudden going the yeah. That's that's we're not getting the Earth spinning <laughs> right that now. Deep. That's that's a whole nother. So the way I look at this is, um, you, you got to save two or three for a a super dire situation for yourself. The other seven or eight. Uh, equates to about four saves, I would say. Because remember, to save somebody, you got to teleport in. And actually, no, you need three, right? Because teleport in and then two to get out to then save somebody. So you've got two saves, which is six teleports. And the other four are for super dire situations for yourself. Ballpark? I I guess if... I, I wouldn't use it for a vacation. I'll I'll sit on a plane. I, I don't care. Mm, see, I I feel like it'd be nice for a plane because I'd probably save a couple just because once you run out of it, it's out, and you always want to have that in your back. But you always want a little ace in your sleeve. I reach for my ace in your pocket. sleeve as he rubs his butt. As I reach my back pocket, <laughs> but it's a weird ace sleeve. It's very long. Sleeve. It's a very long sleeve, as you can tell. Anyway. But honestly, just thinking about, like, you can always use an airplane, but in my case, it's like, we just moved out. I don't really want to pay for airplanes. So use them now, and then hopefully for airplanes later. That's, that's my thought. So you're just um, using them to use them? Well, so, like, going over Thanksgiving, probably do it then. Okay, just okay. because let's, let's rephrase it. Brian. It would not be for a quick. I would okay. not waste it for a quick trip. It would. I'd waste it for if I have a, a big vacation break. Yeah, I think for me that it makes it for work. a flight. I would have to either a like number one. If it's like a company flight, I'm just gonna take the whatever however many hour flight. Like if I'm yeah, not paying for a flight. Paying for well, if you're talking it. like yeah, a twelve hour flight, like across the world to the other side of the world, I'd consider maybe using the teleport there. That way you don't have to deal with that. You know. Yeah, you got your whole know. life. It's it's only ten teleports. You got your whole life, and you're gonna waste one because you're lazy and don't want to sit on a plane for <laughs> you also ten to twelve to, hours. You don't have to pay the money either, though. Money's okay, not, no. So money's not so a factor. I, 
my thought here is if I have like for Christmas, I only have four days I can get home for Christmas or whatever. That might be a good time to use one because spending 10 of those hours traveling back from Seattle to Wisconsin would be one. We're not even going to go because it makes no sense for us to do it. You have 10 now, teleports. I had a longer bit of time to go. You have 10 teleports and you have another 40 years minimum of life. And you're going to waste one. Matter? You're going to waste one on one Christmas. My life right so now. I, I don't did, have teleports. Therefore, I use my time. I'm not going to miss them because I can live life without teleports. I can live life with teleports. They don't. They so can, Brent's not saving He's, He's coming home teleports. for Christmas for the next 10 years. I have 10 years. I like well, Nick's strategy of like saving people. Like Nick, I, I guess if you can sprint in and get a hold of somebody. You're only using two right. of them. No, you don't turn You go right to them. But, I mean. But who are you saving? September 11th. Your wife is on the top of one of the buildings that's about to go down. Zoop, zoop. Yeah, I see yeah, that. True. I mean, so that, that's, for... that's what I plan for. I plan for my whole life. I don't plan for, I got to get home for Christmas this year, guys. Like, no offense. Like, I get it. That's your life right now. But, like, if you get 10 teleports for your whole life and you're going to, I'm, I'm sorry, you're going to waste it on going home. It is not wasting. It's only like a couple hours. It's like three and a half, the, four hours. The right? president. Yeah, the president, a president you in an imaginary world care about, mm. is going to get shot unless you save him, and he's going to end world hunger. And without him, we don't end world hunger. And you had to go home for Christmas. No, no <laughs> president can save world hunger. That's not going to happen for one. You're, you're not getting the point. I don't uh, understand that you want to say someone, but how would I know? See, Nelson Mandela is, is being held captive at gunpoint. And then I get, I teleport. Get shot. No more teleports. Um, the thing is, like, you don't know necessarily if someone's, unless it's like a big thing, I wouldn't necessarily know someone's in grave danger because a lot of these accidents are just so bang, bang. Like, oh, car crash. Like, oh, you could come well, and save it, them. Like, but in a car, know, crash car crash situation, that's happen. a good one. Because, like, you know, you're about to you get in a car know. crash, and assuming you're driving or even passenger, you just touch the person next to you and boop, you're out. Yeah. Do you save the other hold person? Hold on, hold on. You can't do that. Brent uses teleport for Christmas. <laughs> Sorry, Brent. <laughs> really wish we had a teleport. Like, yeah, okay. That's so, semi is coming in hot. If I may, you, that semi is coming in hot. But I went home. The semi oh, no, no, no. You, Brent's going to be like, sorry, Heather. I'll use my teleport to get home. And then I save Heather with my teleport and not me. I think I think Nick, you're on a point. I think you no at a minimum, no matter what you do, you save four, three. You save four. So you can always zoop, save somebody, zoop out. But you, you guys live in much dangerous world than I do. Even that, it's like honestly, I, I wouldn't I couldn't I couldn't justify to myself using it for anything outside of an absolute emergency. The idea of of wasting a a a true a, teleport a like move, zoop really. zoop a god move. Um, wasting that on on myself in any way, shape, or form just seems horribly selfish. But I mean, again, I, I'm playing the I'm going to be on the planet for the next. Well, I'm I'm 28. Let's give me another 40 years, at least, hopefully, at a minimum. Uh, yeah, average lifespan or whatever. Right. At, at least give me that. 
you're saying in 40 years, there's not going to be an event on the news with somebody important or you know someone I love who's in a dire situation. Brent's going to be really that, mad then because he's not going to have the, mobi- the mobility he used to have. And he's going to want to get home <laughs> for Christmas when he's 80 something. Be like, girl, Sonny, I wish I had my teleports. <laughs> I've been saving my teleports for these Christmases since <laughs> I was 28. Nick is going to die with ten, like nine teleports. And that's just like, what's the point then? You're going to be, or it's going to be your under death. I mean, that's the thing. Once you go senile, you just start messing with people, especially if you have some left over. (laughs) Yeah, just tap (laughs) someone on the shoulder, teleport to the other side. Like, (laughs) (laughs) you're you're right in front of somebody. Hey, who's that? Zoop, how's it going? All like, right. Yeah, well, you have you have a telescope like one of those like that overlook the shore, and you're standing next to it. Like, you see the guy over there? Like, no, I don't see him. No, look hard. He's right next it. to that tree. Zoop! Right over there. What the? You're gone. <laughs> looks back. Zoop! Right behind the shoulder. Oh, hey. All right. If I may, that was episode twenty-three of If I May. <laughs> going home for Christmas. Teleports and. We enjoyed that. Hopefully you did too. A new Thursday is coming out every Thursday as hopefully you new know. Thursday is coming uh, out support every us Thursday. by subscribe, share, Just rate, and review. I was going to follow the Just script and you guys script. got me off topic. You said you were going to follow the script and you didn't follow the script. Anchor donation if you want. If you want to get in contact with us or have any questions, DM us on Twitter at Zarbust. Here's our offer. If, if you support person. us financially, we will put all the money towards making Brent follow the actual script, which we promise is way better than whatever the hell he's saying. <laughs> We're giving you 10 teleports, too, for the price of one. Catch you That's guys it. next week. <laughs> one yep. donation, 10 teleports. Not y'all. We can't legally do that.